Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Out of home since I was about 18 years old. Mm. But it's not because I was in a rush to get out. I just had other things going on. Like when I was 18, moved to the snow and I did a snow season. Oh, then I moved back home. Yeah. Then I moved back out when I got my first radio job. So yeah. I've been in and out from a relatively young mm. age. I mean, some people move out before then. Yeah. This all being said, though, I've always been really, really close with my parents. And mm. although we live on opposite ends of the country, we're still tight. I talk to them on the phone like every single day. Every day. But there's something else that I wow. allow them to do. Every day. And everybody else tells me it's super weird, mm. but I'm fine with it. I think it's cool even. Okay. I feel secure in it. All right. I know that you're already aware of it. I am but... aware of it, and I have fully judged you for it. But the thing that I'm talking about is that I let my parents track me. And I'm not just talking no. about, like, oh, I let them know where I am or on the Snap Maps. No, I've got something in my phone that gives them a live feed of my location at all times. It's so specific that they can see what room I'm in no. in a building. No, 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 no. Well, see, you're saying no, no, no. And to me, I think it's totally fine mm. for them. Because I did move out at such a young age, I mean, I'm 21 now, but because I did move out young, they wanted to know that I was okay and what I'm up to and where I am. And I've been okay with it because I think, oh, yeah, well, if they're aware of what I'm up to and where I am, then that gives me a little bit of security as well, right? Uh huh. See, you're just just acting like I'm a freak. I just don't get it. When you first moved out, I I totally understand. And and maybe a generic or a, a general idea of where you are as in a suburb or maybe even a town or even a state would be fine. But knowing what room you are in, in a building, that is going too far. I've genuinely just got nothing to hide. Like I'm either in my bedroom at work or like down the street at my friend's house. And every now and then when I am somewhere that they don't recognise on the map, they'll message me and go like, oi, what are you up to? Where are you? I'm totally sweet with it. Like I I can't even explain how unbothered by it I am. But you're your reaction cut, cut is not unique. Yeah. Everybody in my life says the same thing. All my besties are like, oh, my God, as if you let your parents <laughs> do that, I, there's no way that I'd be no, allowing it. It's not right. I just, If I was more relaxed, I'd be dead. I can't even <laughs> tell you how okay with this I am. Yeah, I get that, and that worries me also to a point. I just, on all levels, as I said, when you're younger and first moving out of home, yeah. I, I get it. I really do. The fact that you are talking to your parents every <laughs> single day anyway, that should be enough. Well, they miss me if I don't. Yeah. Right, well, 13, 12, 16. Hey, you obviously think I'm a freak. I just think... I think it's fine. Yeah. No. I'm okay with my parents tracking my every move, but do you think that it's weird? 13, 12, 16 is the number. Let us know. I would love to know your thoughts on this because I think that it's cool. I think everybody's, everybody's going to join me in saying it's not right. Catherine is on the line. What do you think? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you, I, Catherine. Um... That's right. I keep trying to put find my iPhone on my mum's phone so that I can see where she is and she can see where I am. It's not weird at all. Yeah, exactly. It's just nice to have that little peace of mind. If your parents are curious about what you're up to, maybe you're not answering phone calls, they see you on the map and vice versa and you go, oh, it makes sense. They're out or oh, they're at the shops. It's all good. Yeah, but does it make exactly. sense? Because uh, if you're not answering your phone calls or whatever and you're sitting in some room, your phone could be somewhere. Like it, it's... 
Yeah, and well, you, you want to be, be as safe as possible. I mean, I can't put a microchip in my neck. They're 2,000 k's away. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Call the popo if they see me, I don't know, in a riverbed or something. Yeah. I don't know. They're going to see you in a riverbed. That's the thing. Your phone's there, not you. My phone's waterproof. All right, Catherine, thank you. We'll move across now. We have Tammy on 13, 12, 16. Tammy, what do you think about Paris's situation? Is Are you okay with it? Yep. Tammy, do you have a similar setup in your life? Uh, no, but it's something I would do with my son. Yeah, exactly. And maybe his son's like me and goes, okay, mum, no worries. Like, I literally, I don't <laughs> even know why this is a discussion. I understand that people think it's strange, but I'm totally okay with it. And I'm glad that you feel the same, Tammy. All right. That's, 100%. Yeah, that's two people that are keen. Let's go for the third, Michaela. Michaela, what do you think about Paris's situation? I don't think it's weird at all. Oh, gosh. Like, my whole family has... Um, an app where we have like a family circle so that everyone can see where everyone is at the same time. And I don't think it's weird at all. How, I think if you've got nothing to hide, then... How old is your family, though? Is there, a, is there an age? Because, Paris, you're 21. Maybe uh, we're thinking... Uh, I'm thinking maybe, you know, people in their 30s shouldn't be having this, whereas when you're, you know, oh. 21... I don't, I don't know. What... See, I'm... I'm 21 and my partner's in it too. My partner's 21. Yeah. My sister's 25. Yeah. My mum's in her 40s. You know, like we've sort of got everything in there. My brother's at 19. And I've been, like, we've been doing it since I was about 16. Yeah, right. Yeah, and doesn't it give you, like, the best peace of mind ever? You're like, oh, like, I can see where everybody else is. They can see where I am. And you just feel a little bit more connected. Yeah, like I don't have anything to hide. And then I can also use it like when I finish work, I can be like, sweet, mum's home, I can go, you know, steal a bottle of milk. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Or I don't have to ring her, I just know she's there. <laughs> or you can go, mum's not home, you can go and <laughs> grab whatever yeah, you want from mum. Yeah. Or my sister's not home, I can go steal her clothes. That's <laughs> I think it's super convenient. Exactly. Right. No, I get that now. So okay. you're missing out at the end of the day, Hayme. You yeah. should just get on board, start tracking your whole family. Oh, just, it just still gives me a weird vibe, to be honest. Oh, maybe weird... you're the weirdo. Maybe it is. What do you have to hide is the question. Hamish has something to hide. I have nothing to hide, but uh, I just don't don't like the idea of tracking people (laughs) or being tracked, as it turns out. You're dramatic. Yeah, apparently. Uh, But thank you. That's three for you, Paris. None for me. What a surprise. Toowoomba's Carnival of Flowers is on as we speak. What a big first weekend it was. Oh, it was huge. I loved it, though. What an awesome weekend for our region. Everybody out and about over the parade, everybody at Food and Wine. Such a good weekend. So much fun. It was so much fun. And one thing I think that was uh, a pinnacle for a lot of people was something that happened at the Heritage Bank Festival of Flowers, Food and Wine mm-hmm. last night. And I'm not talking about the fact that John Farnham turned up. Even though that's all right. I yeah, mean, that's, that's okay. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's what pretty good. I'll take team. that. Yeah, well done there. Uh, no, the Carnival Choir had a crack. Yeah, it so, was really awesome. So if you're not quite sure what the Carnival Choir is basically somewhere between four and eight hundred people yeah. came together wearing orange shirts. Yeah, orange carnival choir yep. shirts. Yep. What they did is a lot of them, not all of them, got to a practice last Wednesday. Yes. Just normal people, not singers or anything like that, nope. just keen people who wanted to get involved, went to a practice and then got together last night to sing some tunes. Yep. It was so good. Like the best vibes. It gives me chills. Yeah, it was great. And everybody was having so much fun. Now, the deal with Carnival Quiet is you only get that one practice. So there's yep. no other practice. You're not practicing for weeks and weeks. You no, get no. the one two-hour practice mm-hmm. and then you've got two songs to perform. 
perform. Now, the words were up on a big screen so everybody could follow along, which was great. And they did two songs, Living on a Prayer and Working Class Man. Uh, two songs that don't get a roll around on this uh, radio network. Doesn't mean they shouldn't, though. No, I mean, that's they're right. good. They're pretty good that's songs. Right. They are pretty good songs. And I reckon uh, the Carnival Choir should put out their own version of these two songs and we'd play it more often. So we were there. Yeah, we which were. Which is great. And uh, I did a little bit of recording of uh, the Carnival Choir belting out Working Class Man. Check this out. You know, and it's good to see, it's good to hear everybody having so much fun, but there were fists pumping in the air. There was one guy that was doing the air guitar, eyes closed, singing along as oh. well. It was so much fun. It really was just pure joy, wasn't it? It was almost bringing tears to my eyes because everyone was having such a good time. It was just so pure, so genuine, and I guess it's what Carnival of Flowers is all about, and that yep. is just having a bit of fun in our region and embracing what we're all about. So a big thank you to all those people that put that together. There's a lot of people working behind the scenes, a lot of volunteers, which is great, and a big thank you to Ruby Slippers too for leading the choir, the Carnival Choir. Yeah, so, what a legend. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's hope everybody joins in again next year and it's bigger and better. All right, this is the part of the show where we make rando statements based on what we're up to or maybe what even we were thinking over the weekend and hope that we're not left hanging. Yeah, and a lot of the time we are left hanging, Ham. It's just yep. the nature of the game. Mm. We throw these things out there. We say, does anyone feel the same? And yeah. basically every time uh, no we're one on responds. No one yeah. lets us know. <laughs> That's right. But we start every sentence with, is it just me? And that makes us feel better about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll kick off. Okay. Hey, is it just me, or are we all mowing our lawns these days just to pick up leaves and dog poop? I actually have no lawn left. It is all dead, mm. all gone. It's all just gone. dust. Dust. Yeah. See, if you've got green grass at this point in time, yeah, I feel like that's suspicious. Like, yes. why, why is your grass so There's green? There's shenanigans going on with your water, or you have a bore, or you've got a can of spray paint, <laughs> or fake lawn. Could be anything. Yes. Good point. Haim, is it just me or am I a thousand times cooler now I've got a brand new Apple Watch on my wrist? Oh, oh, damn, it looks good. It looks good. Do I have to hear about this? Yes, I am jealous. But I literally, because we caught up a couple of times over the weekend mm-hmm. and every time I got a new tutorial on your Apple Watch and what was going on with it and the fact that it measures your heart rate and the fact also that you've got a walkie-talkie function on it and you even to the point where you had somebody at the other end of your little walkie-talkie function say hello to me. Yes. If there, there's much. really no end to the iPhone, the iWatch talents, yeah. if anybody's interested in walkie-talking me, inbox me your deets on Instagram, Paris underscore Humphrey. Wow. I really like using walkie-talkie. Yes, I, you do. I will walkie-talkie anyone who wants to walkie-talkie me. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's move on, <laughs> shall we? Is it just me or do we all want our kids to be popular and get invited to parties until we realise that we also have to fork out for all the gifts for these other kids and our mm. weekends are spent taxiing our kids around. I think you're certainly not alone in that uh, one. Is it too, is it, is five years old too young for a kid to take a taxi by himself? Absolutely. Oh, that's disappointing. 
Is it just me mm. or am I the only person in the universe who thinks it's totally fine that my parents can track my every move? It's been a controversial topic this morning, of course. Everybody on the phone lines agreed with me yes. before 8 o'clock. That's right. Facebook page. Other way. Different story. I'm having a win. Someone called me Hun. <laughs> Got aggressive with me. Oh, really? Yeah, and so then you're sentenced with Hun. you're 12 years old yeah. anymore, Hun. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's Yelchy, harsh. that hurts. That's like calling someone matey. In I know. My books. I hate that too. Oh, champ. Oh, <laughs> champ. Champ's not Come a good on, one champ. either. No, all right. That's Is It Just Me for today. Hey, you and I have been on a bit of a mission for the last three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. It started off with a solo mission from yep. me, but yep. you've always supported me. You've always been on board with I it. I have, 100%. Yeah, and for those who are completely unaware of what I'm talking about, I don't know how you could be at this point, but mm. let me run you through it real quick. Fruit chocks are a South Australian confectionery item. They're apricot yep. and peach covered in chocolate. They're in the shape of a Malteser. Uh-huh. And they are not available for purchase in the South Queensland region. Yep. Something that I believe to be a travesty. It is. I think that we are being betrayed mm-hmm. by men's, the company that makes fruit shocks, but we're also not being offered what is rightfully ours. And for that reason, of course, we've decided to release them into society. Yeah. Now, we think they're great, yeah? Yes, definitely. Love them. Sarah yep. from the studio last week, she yep. was our fruit shop connoisseur, yep. thinks they're awesome. Yep. But our opinions aren't enough. So over the weekend at the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers Parade, yes. we took them to the streets and got some extra opinions. Yes, and this is what people said. Better than Maltesers. They're good. You like them? Yeah. Good. They are good. Heck yeah. On a scale of one to ten? Eight. I love it. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. Now, there were some awfuls in there and some really yeah. goods in there, but I'd yeah. say the general consensus is that they were great. And you and yep. I actually kept going until yep. we found someone who didn't enjoy fruit chocks, and it proved to be a mm. hefty mission. It did. A lot of people loving them. I would say sort of 90% loving Uh Maybe ten percent tops. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hating. So far, mm. our mission has all been for a really, really yeah. good reason, but obviously it was very, very busy down there yeah. and very loud. Yes, can't quite hear people no. properly in that little grab of audio where you can hear them and see the facial expressions. <laughs> Some pretty funny ones in there that unfortunately we couldn't include in audio for yep. obvious reasons. Head to the Hit South Queensland Facebook page now. You may even see someone that you know. We had a fantastic weekend. I'm sure a lot of people did. Uh, it was very busy with the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers and all the shenanigans that went on as far as that con- was concerned. But it was only sullied by one thing, and that was you, Paris. Que- <laughs> okay, all right. I've ruined your weekend. <laughs> Questioning my parenting. We were walking away from the Heritage Bank Festival of Flower, Food and Wine yesterday after introducing, introducing I should say, the Carnival Choir. And we were walking past some kids' play equipment, and we got to the one where it's like a giant spider webby type thing that goes up like metres in the air. Yeah, it'd have to be like probably, well, let's go confidently five metres is its highest point. Yeah. And then it's got a spider webby climbing net thing yeah. that goes down sort yeah. of in a teepee shape if yeah. you can visualise yeah. that. Yeah, and you said to me, oh, that looks great. You'd let your kids on that, wouldn't you? And I said, nope, that's a firm no. That thing is just dangerous. Yeah, and obviously my reaction is like, what the hell's wrong with yeah. So underneath yeah. these things in all playgrounds, you mm. see the sand or the soft yeah. soft padding underneath. Mm. 
But all part of growing up is climbing up and falling. That's part of life. And so if Doesn't that's what you're worried about, I don't understand. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I honestly, I can't even elaborate on this <laughs> other than I think you're being soft. Yeah, look, here is the thing. I let my kids play on the smaller versions of those things. <laughs> that one, though, just way too tall. And I just think the holes between the webbing, they're too big. A kid can slide through. Even an adult could slide through. I'm just not happy with that one. And, yes, I may be a little bit, what do they call it, Her- helicopter yeah, parenting? Yeah, helicopter parenting. You're yeah. bubble wrapping your children. Yeah. It's like just tell them not to jump in the hole. <laughs> Don't Say, fall. Say, hold on tight, kids. Don't fall. I be mean, careful. We've got one closer to our house, and they were playing on that on the weekend. I'm all right with that. I let them yeah. go. I mean, I did have to inspect it first. Can I just say that? I didn't say, hey, off you go, kids. I'm like, okay, I'll have a look first, and then you can have a go. Yeah. I had a little play. Everything was okay. The netting, the webbing was closer together. Less chance <laughs> of a fall. It got my seal of approval, and then they were okay to play on it. Now, for anyone who is unaware, Haim's kids are five and seven. Uh, or five yeah. And, yeah, well, yeah, yeah five eight and, and five, turning six tomorrow. Yeah, okay, yep. yeah. And, and they're both boys, and they're, yep. a little, they're rough and tumble. Yeah, they are. It's well, not is. like they're not usually knocking each other around. No. I just think you're so over the top. You're, you're a weird one, right, because sometimes mm. you're loosey-goosey. Other times you're uptight, like you're sitting here being like, I don't know if my kids can watch Lion King because it's just <laughs> emotionally traumatising. <laughs> God, it is. I think that you just, like, it's a kid's playground equipment. Mm. I don't want to tell you how to parent. They are your children. But if they were my kids... I would definitely be letting them on there. I've got no issue with it. All right, 13, 12, 16. Do you let your kids play on those big, tall, spider-webby things? Yeah, right. surely. We don't know have, a, have another way of describing what they are, but you know no. exactly what we're yeah, talking Yeah, you know about. the big, scary thingies that look scary. really fun. That, that is correct. Yeah, scarily fun. All right, give us a call, <laughs> 13, 12, 16. We'd love to hear from you. Tara's on the line. What do you reckon? Hello. Um, I think that I actually encourage my daughter to get on there, and she's only two. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, only two. So, yeah, do you want her to get a bit of rough and tumble in there and maybe get yeah, a few exactly. falls and learn that she can yep. get back up and go, actually, I'm not too bad. Tara, I'm okay. the gaps yep. are too big. And I'm, I'm one to be paranoid about that kind of stuff because she's already fallen off the trampoline and broken her arm before. So <gasps> I'm like... Why? <laughs> just chill out. Oh. Like, this is so intense from you. I don't get it. Yeah, I just don't. I just... it. Maybe it's... Well, yes, it is me, but it makes me too anxious to watch the kids mm-hmm. up there and the fact that the gaps between the, the webbing, so to speak, are too big. They're too big, Paris. All right, so you're saying the gaps on this playground thing is too big, but it's weird that my parents can track my location. Okay, <laughs> seems like a double standard to yeah, me. Yeah. Tara, thank you thank for being you. on my side on this one. And uh, I don't know, maybe your child can grow up and teach Haynes kids a few things. Yeah, hopefully. A two-year-old can look after my eight-year-old. <laughs> Push the, the boys over these. a Yeah, that's times. right. All right. Thank you, Tara. We'll move along to Aaron now on 13, 12, 16. Aaron, what do you think? Now, I've got a six-year-old son, hmm. and if he wants to climb up it, I'll let him go. Yeah. If he falls off, then he'll learn not to do, do it, it again. Do it again. All right. Not worried he's going to break something or... Don't, no, no, that's a, that's a, that's the way that he'll learn. I'll make sure that he is all right. But yeah. yeah, let him go and let him enjoy himself. You know what? And before you pick him up and and you know uh, brush those scrapes away, take a photo and bring that back on his eighteenth or twenty first. You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I really hate to break it to you yeah. because not only does Aaron agree with my side on but this everybody one, else and on Tara, Facebook. everybody on the Hit yeah. South Queensland yeah. Facebook page is saying the same thing. Yeah. Even saying that not. Not only do the kids get up there, but yeah. they get up there with the kids as well. Yeah, because they're making sure their kids
kids are okay. No, I got no. up there with my kids too the first time and only time they ever had a crack at it. I went, nah, this is way, way too dangerous. We're all getting off together and we're going to go and have ice cream instead. Oh, my God. I can't believe you. Aaron, thank you no, very much. I'll let them have ice cream if they can make it to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, should have, yeah, should have done that maybe. Doctor uh, needs to prescribe you a chill pill. Yes. I think. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Look, um, it looks like once again, Paris, I have lost yet another argument in this My show. My wisdom. Where does it come from? I, I don't, don't know. know. You're wise beyond your years. I may have uh, mentioned this. In fact, I know I mentioned this earlier in the year, Paris. But this year is a big year for Batman and Batman fans. Yes, it is. That's what I've been hearing. That Batman has a birthday, much like every other year. Batman has. <laughs> birthday, but yes. for some reason this one's bigger than well, the others. It's 80th birthday, 80th anniversary, which is just huge. And this past weekend, 13 cities around the globe shone the back signal onto significant landmarks. And did he show himself? No, he didn't show How himself. Rude. Not the real Batman anyway. A, oh. a couple of other Batmans turned up. Now, the uh, the towns or cities where the Batman signal was revealed are Barcelona, uh, Berlin, Johannesburg, London, Los Angeles, Melbourne at Fed Square, actually, uh, Mexico City, New York, Paris, Rome, Sao Paulo, uh, Tokyo, and Montreal. But Montreal only had it up for a little bit, and then they got told to shut it down. Really? That's yeah. a bit harsh. Like, it what is. happened? Did the fun police get onto them? I think them? that's what it was. I think mm. that's what it was. But uh, that happened this past weekend. I thought, why not celebrate by replaying a, a, a little bit that uh, we did earlier in the year, uh, which is, you know, obviously Batman is 80. He's getting on. Yeah. So I can't help but feel that this quite iconic part from uh, one of the original Batman movies, in fact, the Michael Keaton version. What are you? I'm Batman. Would now play out a little differently with Batman being very, very old and 80. It may sound a little bit like this. What am I? Shouldn't you be asking who am I? Uh, okay. Who are you? Good question. I don't know. Uh, can you give me a hint? Well, you're wearing a black spandex suit, a mask, and a cape. You could only really be one person. Yes? You really don't know. Of course I know. I want to know if you know. No, I know. So do I. Let's say it together on three. One, one two... two. Three. Stripper. Batman. Of course, I'm Batman. Happy 80th, Batman. And thank you very much to random voiceover guy from Fiverr who I paid to do that old man voice. (laughs) I would never, ever want to be a superhero without immortality. What's the point? I know. It's not worth it. Stay young forever. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.